This is episode 316 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today I'm inviting you inside our bonus day of Stop Stressing About Your Weight Masterclass. This is where we answered all the questions we've received during the three-day event. You don't want to miss this. Ready? Let's do this. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and creator of the Going Beyond the Food Method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and undiet my life. It is now my mission to help women undiet their life. If you're new to our podcast, be sure to grab our free podcast roadmap at stephaniedoze.com forward slash roadmap. Ready, sisters? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. Welcome back. This is the bonus day of Stop Stressing About Your Weight Masterclass. If you've been following on the podcast feed, you probably noticed that the tree was cut off abruptly. And I kind of put in a quick uh, outro to that podcast, but literally Zoom failed us. Like I lost the 200 people that were on the masterclass. So... We already had planned to do a bonus Q&A day, but what we did is we picked up where Zoomed failed us, talking about other people's thought. We picked up the last bit of the teaching I wanted to do, and then we went right into answering questions for the remainder of the day. So that's what you're going to hear, the last bit on other people's thoughts and what to do with other people's thoughts, and then all the amazing question that a woman brought forward to us and I answered most of them. <laughs> There's still some left, but we may do another episode next week for me to finish answering all the question. Now, as you're receiving this bonus day, we are four days away from the confidence bootcamp starting. So the confidence bootcamp is the follow through to stop stressing about your weight masterclass. In the masterclass, I taught you different tools and technique to stop stressing about your weight. I taught you exactly how to release stress, shame, anxiety, or any feelings that you have about your weight. I taught you some incredibly powerful thoughts for you to begin your journey in creating confidence. And then we talked about how to coach yourself. What we're going to do in the Confidence Bootcamp, which is a six-week live coaching event, we're going to apply all the tools and the techniques. So we start Tuesday, March the 1st, and we go straight on for six weeks. Why are we doing this? is because the application of those tools and technique, you need support because your human brain, I've talked a lot about our human brain. Some people refer to that as your lizard brain, your survival brain. Well, I call it the human brain. Your human brain has been trained to create stress, shame, and anxiety for years and in some cases, for people listening, and for me, it was decades. Our default setting is to have thoughts that creates stress, shame, and anxiety. So to 
as some students said, rewired your brain. I call it reshaping your brain. It's going to take practice and you're going to have roadblocks and you're going to have time where you think it's not working and you're going to have time where you think, I want to give up, right? This is where the boot camp comes in. We're all going to work on applying these tools and reshaping our mind together for six weeks on intensive. So everyone that is inside of the boot camp is working on the same thing. Now the confidence boot camp is held within our regular container of undiet your life because creating confidence is ultimately our goal within undiet your life. So the confidence boot camp happened within undiet your life. So if you want to join us inside of the confidence boot camp that intensive of coaching 6 weeks you have to join on diet your life. So as a result of that, here's the cool thing. We will intensely work on confidence for six weeks, and then we will continue to support you for the next 10 months. Because when you join on diet your life, you're with us for a full year. Because that's what we know from having done this work for years. It takes time to reshape our mind around body confidence, around food, and creating overall unshakable confidence in yourself and your life. I'm going to coach you a little bit on this here, but when we think about coaching ourselves into a new behavior, and I'm going to talk about the concept of coaching overall, that applies to body confidence, food confidence, women's confidence, and anything else in your life. There's three phases of behavioral change. We have to first learn the new behavior. We have to understand why we're doing it. We have to understand how to do it. Then the second phase is building the skill. So building the habit of doing the new behavior and rewiring all our pathways in our brain to react to day-to-day situation with the new behavior. In our case, it's about thinking the confident thoughts on default. So we can feel confidence in all aspects of our life. And then the third phase is practice having it, living in it, living in confidence. So understanding how human change behavior in those three phases, that's why Undiet Your Life is 12 months of support because we need to hold you through this three phases so that you are permanently, unshakably confident. So we're going to start with the confidence boot camp, a very intensive six weeks of just learning and building the new skill set. And then we're going to move into supporting you for the following 10 months for a total of 12 months. That's what Undiet Your Life is. It's that coaching container to apply, learn, and have these skill set. Now, the cool thing is when you join Undiet Your Life, you get the confidence boot camp, but you also get everything else that you need to create confidence in your overall life. So we're going to give you the very first module when you come in, which is about learning to coach yourself right? That's how we build a new skill set, how to manage your mind, right? That's my favorite expression, managing your mind. You're also going to have the second module, which is about peaceful 
eating. So building confidence in your ability to nourish yourself. And then the third module, which is about liberated body image. So cleaning up all the body image stuff that you have and creating a liberation when it comes to how you see your body. Plus, you're going to get access to our private podcast. You're going to have access to the coolest thing. It's called Coach Corner. Coach Corner is something we implemented about a year and a half ago, where you can go into your student portal, submit a question or a coaching request to one of our coach, and then you're going to get in your inbox a coaching reply with an email. Isn't that cool? Coaching on demand. You can access that anytime. We work Monday to Friday and within 24 hours, you will get an answer. And if you submit it on the weekend, by Monday evening, you're going to have an answer. So you get your own coach on email. (laughs) Isn't that cool? So you're going to have access to that and all of our weekly coaching calls, all the recording to it, plus all of our bonuses. So we have a vault all the training I've ever done, all the recording, the workbooks are there, specialty workshop on all kinds of topics um, that we talk about normalizing weight gain, we talk about a weight neutral health approach, I've got very narrow focus specialty workshop on different type of health condition, I've got a library of mindset classes from defining your future self, cultivating enoughness, like really cool stuff. That maybe doesn't apply to everyone, but whatever's on your mind, I guarantee you that you're going to find a workshop in our vault that's going to help you moving forward. So by joining the Confidence Bootcamp, you get all of this. So I can guarantee you that in a year from now, you will feel confident. And if you don't, we'll keep you for another year until we can help you to feel that confidence level. With that in mind, we're going to move over to the bonus day and the end of day three that Zoom (laughs) cut us off. So I'm going to start with that. Then we're going to move to all the question. Okay, you ready? So let's roll into the bonus day, day four of Stop Stressing About Your Weight Masterclass. So welcome in to our bonus Q&A day for Stop Stressing About Your Weight Masterclass. And the first place I want to start on this call is explain what happened yesterday. So yesterday was day three of Stop Stressing About Your Weight Masterclass, and we anchored a Zoom outage. So the software we are using to host this uh, masterclass online went broken. That's the best way of explaining it. So I could not log back in from my end. I don't know if it caught you off on your end. And I'm sorry if you were kept in the dark for long, but it was totally out of our control. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to coach as long as I need to today to make sure that I can serve all of you that are here alive. Uh, coach you or answer any of your question to make up for yesterday. There was only one element that I didn't cover yesterday that I'm going to be able to bring in at the beginning of this session here, talking about 
other people's thoughts, words, and opinion. So with that in mind, we're going to do an exercise. I love exercise. We did two exercises, I think, on day one. And we're going to finish today with another exercise. So here's what I want you to do. Uh, I want you to grab a pen and a paper. Could be your journal. Doesn't matter. Take your pen and paper. And I'm going to make you write two words. It's a very simple exercise, but very powerful in the meaning of it. So grab your pen in your non-dominant hand. So if you're a, a right-hand writer, grab your pen in the left hand and at the top of your blank page, you're gonna write the word with your non-dominant handwriting, the word confidence. So go ahead and do that, write the word confidence. And notice all the thoughts that are unfolding in your brain as you're trying to write the word confidence in your non-writing hand. Pay attention to the experience, the emotion, the thoughts you are feeling. Now you're gonna switch your pen hand and you're gonna write confidence in your dominant hand in the bottom half of the page. So in the bottom half of the page, you're gonna write the word confidence. And if you're listening to this on the replay or listening to this on the podcast, unless you're driving, I really want you to do this exercise. And again, notice what's going on in your brain. Notice how you're feeling when you are writing from your dominant hand. you're done writing the second word confidence here's what you're going to do next from the top of the page in your non-dominant handwriting the word confidence from there you're going to draw an arrow to the word confidence on the bottom half of your page the one you wrote with your dominant handwriting hand so now look at this page this is the journey of doing the work of becoming confident. Right now at the top of the page in your non-dominant hand, the word confidence is shaky at best, <laughs> right? It's perhaps even unreadable, right? And think about how you felt writing this word in your non-dominant hand. This is how it feels to practice being confident right now. It's shaky. If you want to share some words or some thoughts that came to your mind as you were doing this exercise, please do so in the chat or the Q&A box. If you don't want people to see it, either or. But it feels shaky. It feels uncomfortable. It feels perhaps even unsafe. Perhaps you criticize yourself as you were writing from your non-dominant hand because it's a new behavior. You're trying to write from the hand that has barely written anything in your life. 
right? That's the process of learning to be confident. Right now, you're not confident. This is why you came to a workshop that says, stop stressing about your weight, shame or anxiety about your body, because that's your normal. That's your default setting. When you think about yourself, your weight or your body, it is to feel shaky, uncomfortable, unsure, unsafe. That's your reality. The process, the work in the upcoming weeks and months, it is to develop a comfort doing something you've never done before, which is to actively, intentionally decide that you're going to become a confident person and think the thoughts that are going to create the confidence in your body and that are going to create the confident life that you're going to experience. That's the bottom half of the page where it's easy and normal. That's the journey you're going to undertake in weeks and months to come. It's a very cool exercise that I do in almost all of my program because every time I do a coaching program, I teach people to become a different version of themselves, no matter what the topic is, that it is intuitive eating, body image, confidence, it's something they're not doing right now. So this is a great example or really embody the journey that's in front of you. Now, <clears throat> we're going to answer questions today. And also, we're going to be coaching those that want to be coach. Okay. And I have a number of questions that we've accumulated over the last three days and a number of questions that came in from yesterday's Zoom problem that we experienced, but I want to prioritize the question of the people that are live here in the room today, because you made the effort of being here. So I want to make sure that you're taken care of. So you can now using the box at the bottom of the, of the Zoom, the Q&A box, you can drop your question or your reflection in there. If you're not too sure how to formulate it into a question, but the things you've observed in the last three days, you can drop them in there as well. I can coach you on that. Or if you want to raise your hand to be coach live by me, go ahead and do it now so I can plan my time and know who wants to be coach live. So while you do that, I'm going to talk about, well, I'm going to answer a few questions that came in were mainly about the program that we're offering for you to continue doing the work. So the journey of going from the top of the page to the bottom of the page, we have a program to support you into this journey. So a number of questions came in, how long is it? How much is it? So I'm going to cover all of this right now. And then we'll go to the question or the coaching from the people in the room. So Starting March the 1st, so in 10 days from now. So if you're having the thought right now, somebody emailed me that, but I'm behind Stephanie. I can't join the program. I need to get caught up first. So I'm behind is a thought. It's not a fact. It's an opinion that your brain has formulated based on your assessment of the situation. You are not behind. 
everything that's covered inside of the free workshop, stop stressing about your weight masterclass. All of that is also covered in the six weeks confidence bootcamp and all the modules you're gonna have access to. We take all the topic and we expand on them at a coaching level where we put it in application. So you're not behind, okay? This is just a thought your brain is offering you. So the Confidence Bootcamp is a six weeks intensive coaching to continue the work we're doing here. That Confidence Bootcamp is held within Undiet Your Life. So you have to join Undiet Your Life, our program, our only coaching program we ever do on Diet Your Life. And inside of there, you will get access to this bonus six weeks intensive coaching. This is one of the many bonus offer we offer inside of Undiet Your Life. We did in January a two-day, a weekend retreat. Now we're doing a confident boot camp. We're going to do another one in the month of May on intuitive eating. So we have live events throughout the year within Undiet Your Life. This is one of them. That will be your entry point within Undiet Your Life through the Confidence Bootcamp. But once you get into Undiet Your Life, you get access to all of this ongoing for a whole year. We have your back. We're going to be your coach, me and my team. We're going to coach you through the process of becoming a confident, unshakable, confident woman. We're going to tackle mindset. We're going to teach you how to coach yourself through the self-coaching model. Then we're going to go into food. We're going to relieve you to all the food drama you may have, all of them. Emotional eating, binging, overeating, gentle nutrition, all the drama about food. We're going to solve that as well. You're going to become a confident eater. We have solutions for all of that. Then we're going to go in. There's a third module. It is all about liberation of your body image. We teach body neutrality. So we're going to reshape your thinking about your body specifically to liberate you from any body image drama you may have, all of them. And then we're going to talk about health. That's the three module within on Diet Your Life. And you get the six weeks confidence bootcamp. Now we have a whole bunch of other tools within Undiet Your Life. One of them being our private podcasts. So we have a podcast that nobody else but our student have access to. Short by 10 minutes podcast. All the replay of all those workshops are something you can listen on the podcast. So if you're driving, you can listen to the audio only. We have the coolest coaching tool ever. It's called Coach Corner. So listen carefully. For all of you that are shy on camera, this is for you. Coach Corner allows you to submit your question or your coaching needs via email, anonymous. And then one of us, a coach, will respond to you and coach you via email anonymously as well. So for all of you that are worried about the camera and going live and people knowing you, it's all anonymous. It's called Coach Corner. 
and you have access to that the whole year that you're with us. Plus, for those of you that likes to be chatting, I love to have people face-to-face. -face. We have a live coaching call every single week. Now, for the Confidence Bootcamp, I'm going to have two live coaching calls with me every week for six weeks. This is how we have your back. We coach you. We catch your brain. When you want to quit and give up, we catch it and we bring it back to you thinking confident taught so you can feel confident. I think I covered all the question. I see some question coming in right now in the Q and A. Uh, the price, that's the other thing, it's 777, $777. Seven is my favorite number. So it's 777 for the whole year. Right now you have a payment plan available until Monday night for $65 a month for 12 months. So that's the price and that's the payment plan. If you join before Monday night, you will also receive the package, the bonus package called Achieving Your Goal. That's a two-day live event that we held in January. When you join before Monday, we'll add that to your student portal. It's eight classes on how to reshape your brain around achieving any goal. It doesn't have to do with food. Uh, we have people writing books. We have people uh, becoming full-time artists. Uh, we have people going for their yoga trainer training certificate. Like it doesn't have to be around food or body. In fact, most women decide to not make it about food and body. And you'll receive all of the recording for that as well before Monday, if you join. Okay. Let's see. So that's that's two questions that we have. Let's go into the question that you guys have here on the platform. So let me open this Q&A. <clears throat> All right, here's our first question for the live participant. I would love to stop avoiding or fearing seeing people in going places that I used to go in fear of running into people who remember me 40 pound thinner? Awesome question. Okay, so what she's saying to us is that when she thinks about or go places, let's imagine we'll just formulate this, make it a real situation. She goes to church or she goes to the mall, right? And she knows people in those two environment when she goes there, she feels fear. Yeah, that's what she says. I go in, I feel fear thinking that I may see people. So let's unpack this with the three simple steps I taught you over the last four days, right? There's three simple steps to stop stressing about your weight, feeling anxiety, shame, or any emotion. Number one, process the current emotion and learn from it. So number one, sit with your fear, like literally project yourself going to these environment right now. Think about what people may say to you and be with the emotion of fear. Don't avoid it. Don't numb it. Feel it in your body. Right? So we taught, we gave you and taught you the riding the wave, right? 
imagine the wave. So if you're thinking of the thought right now, imagine the fear in your body, go into your body, feel the sensation, describe them to yourself if you have to. We cannot run away from our emotion. So feel the emotion of fear and ask yourself, what am I thinking that's creating the fear? Because one thing that's made clear throughout those four days is that we create our emotion, nobody else. So when she's, when she's feeling fear to go out and meet people, it's because she's having thoughts. So I don't know if you're still live with us right now, but you may want to drop those thoughts in the Q&A box so I know what one are they. If you were live with me, I would ask you to unpack those thoughts with me. That's part of processing and releasing our emotion. Remember in the day one, we did a quick exercise with you. We grab a pen and a paper and we got you to write down your thoughts. So bring awareness to all the crazy thoughts you're thinking that creates the fear in you. Step two, ask yourself, do I want to continue to be afraid? And clearly, based on your question, you don't want to. You're like, I'm done with this shit. I want to go out wherever I want, whenever I want, and I don't care if I want to see people or not. I am who I am. So it sounds like you don't want to think, you don't want to feel fear no more. So now, what thought do you need to think in order for you to not create the fear anymore? This is where the confident thought comes in, right? I gave you a sample of five thoughts on day two, different ways of you thinking about your body. Because you told us that the reason why you were afraid is that people will think you've gained weight. And in fact, you did gain weight. And you think people are going to have an opinion about that. And you are afraid of their opinion, right? You're afraid you're projecting that they're going to judge you. So what do you want to think about your weight gain? What do you want to think about your body? My favorite thought of all, the most effective I've ever used with all of my clients is completely sh shifting the nature of why we have a body. My body is a tool for me to experience life. So if you're writing this down, my body is a tool for me to experience my life. My body is not a sign of my worth. My body doesn't mean anything about my character as a person. So you can think that thought. Now you have to coach yourself, that's step three, in thinking that thought. It's not going to be overnight, right? There's no magic here. You have to work. You have to do the work of catching your brain, telling you all the thoughts that are creating fear, right? And reshaping your brain saying, no, no, no brain. That was before. I no longer believe this. Now I believe that my body is not a sign of my worth. It's not a sign of my character. My body is a tool that I use to experience my life. In this case, I use it to socialize with people. Okay. When you do that over time, 
this will create confidence, right? So when you go out into those places where you normally feel afraid, right? You will show up in these places with more assurance and confidence. Now you may have the thought, I wonder what people are thinking of me, right? And that's okay. Ask yourself, what am I thinking of myself? That's some of the question I gave you on day three. On day three, I gave you some question when I feel triggered by other people, other people's thought cannot get in my brain. Only way for me to feel any emotion is because of my own thoughts. So what am I projecting that I'm really thinking? Right? I know for me, I remember people, I remember thinking that other people would think that I was lazy because I gained weight. The reason why I was thinking other people were going to think I'm lazy was because I thought of myself as lazy. So I had to stop thinking that thought so that I no longer thought that other people had this opinion of me. Once I did that work, I never again walked into a space projecting that people were thinking I was lazy because it wasn't in my brain anymore. So that would be my advice to you. So let me know if that helps you. Okay, so we got more on this. Yes. <clears throat> so fear of being judged and critique for gaining weight. Okay. Do you, that's one of the thoughts she's having. So right now I'm going to coach you as if you were live with me. Do you critique yourself for gaining weight? So if you're fearing that other people are going to critique you, there you go. You guys can't see the conversation, unfortunately, because it's private in the Q&A box, but she's telling me, Yes, I'm critiquing myself for gaining weight. That's why you're thinking people are going to judge you and critic you. So you got to stop that thought pattern. The other thought she's having, I feel less than because I've gained weight. Okay. So that a great thought for you to practice and for you to reshape your brain is my body is not a sign of my worth. I, as a human, I am innately worthy. That I gain or lose weight, I am as worthy as any other human being. She's saying that she's liking the thought, my body is a tool to socialize with people. I won't assume I know what other people are thinking. None of my business. I know my opinion of myself, it what's matter. There you go. So here's the key in all of this. Anything that has to do with other people, I said it yesterday. I know I said it before I got cut off, but here's the, I do no BS coaching, right? I don't cuddle people. I tell you what you need to hear. So here we go. You ready? Any one of you listening to this, that is worried about other people's opinion of them, words or thoughts. The only reason why you worry 
is because you don't have a positive opinion of yourself. Your own opinion of yourself is not great. In my word, I will say shitty. So it feels terrible to have this opinion of yourself. So what do you do? You go outside of yourself seeking validation and hopefully find a better opinion of you. But here's the thing. If you clean up your own opinion of yourself and you feel good about what you think of yourself, you will no longer seek other people's opinions, right? It's logic and it's the way that the brain operates. I know it's hard to receive if you've never been coached before. That's what coaching is about. Coaching is the coach is responsible for telling you what you need to hear. When you try to do this work by yourself, and trust me, I did that wrongfully for a year and a half before I hired a coach for my mindset. You only tell yourself what you want to hear. Especially if you're already in suffering about yourself and about your body and you're already stressed and anxious, you're not going to tell yourself the hard truth. You're going to avoid, procrastinate, buffer yourself because you don't want to see the truth. This is the truth. There's no magic wand to stop thinking about other people's opinion. The only way true solving that problem is building your own opinion of yourself. And that's what we did with this person here. Okay, great question. And great coaching And she's saying, I love that, thank you. That's the solution. Okay, <clears throat> let's see, what else do we have here? Okay, hold on here. There's a lot, ooh, do, 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 do. Gotta move this, move this, okay. Um, I'm behind. I can't join a diet to your life. We already answered that one. So for all of for the person who put I'm behind, there's no such thing as behind. You are exactly where you need to be. Okay. Um, some thoughts. So here's the next question. Okay. Some thoughts feel so subconscious that it's hard to catch. What advice would you have? Beautiful question and the reality for all of us. So here's, here's a, a way of looking at it. So I like to use the visual of a iceberg. Okay, so for those of you, probably all of you know that, if we look, if we're like in the North Pole floating around and we see a iceberg, what we see above the water is about 10 to 15% of the volume of the iceberg. Everything below the water, we don't see, but it's there. This is exactly what she's describing here. So only 10% of your thoughts, you are aware you're having. 90% of your thoughts, go undercover, <laughs> literally undercover. This is why I taught you in day one 
to write down your thoughts. Remember on very first day one, we call that doing a thought download. I got you to write at the top of the page, body weight. And I got you to write down the first five thoughts that were coming to your head. This is how you bring to the surface subconscious thoughts by writing them down, by asking yourself, what am I thinking that creates this emotion? This is applicable to any area of your life, all of them, right? You have to ask yourself good questions. Our brain is so freaking powerful. We don't use, like some people say, we don't use 95% of the capacity of our brain. Part of this process of becoming confident will require you to activate part of your brain that right now are unused. So asking yourself good question and writing down the answer will bring to the surface these subconscious thought you're describing. I gave you some good question, day three. I gave you five good, we call that powerful question to explore why other people's thoughts are affecting you, but you can use these question in any places. Now, here's the thing. The more you practice writing down your thoughts and asking yourself powerful question, the easier it will become for these thoughts to come to your awareness. That's what we call managing your mind. Once you get the brain used to doing this exercise, it's like riding a bike, right? You start doing it very hard, very painful, like it takes a couple of sessions for you to stand on the bike, the same thing with this. The more you become, the more you practice self-awareness and self-discovery to know what's going on in your brain, the easier for it to come to the surface. So that would be my tip for you, okay? Um, okay, next question. <clears throat> How long does it take to change the thought of a lifelong diet history? Many successes with weight loss followed by weight gain. My brain knows dieting is not the answer, but I still bump against thoughts of my weight being the problem? Great question. Let me grab a little bit of water here. Who has this happening in their current life right now? So I'm just curious to see what kind of people is in the room right now. Who has a history of dieting? Let me find my chat here. Okay. Who has a history of dieting, of losing weight and gaining weight? <laughs> me. Okay. I do. Me. I know we have some people that are interested in this 50 years of it. 25 for me. 
Um, I know we have some people in the audience that restrict from a health perspective. I want you to think about when we talk about weight, I want you to talk, think about your um, health status, right? So the, the younger generation that I coach, like I'm talking younger, like 35, 30 years old, have an obsession with health. They don't necessarily are obsessed about their weight. Now, mind you, they live in thin bodies, but they're obsessed about their health and doing everything they can to be healthy. And they end up restricting food and have the same behavior as dieter. They binge, they overeat, they feel guilty, and they have a poor self-esteem because they're not healthy enough. So I want you to think of that question in the same relationship to health. So do we have any folks in the room that are here because they have an obsession with health that has led them to cycle of restriction and non-restriction? I'd love to know that as well. Now, somebody just raised their hand. I don't know if you are the person who asked that question or not. Um, because if you are, I would love to coach you live with this one. Maybe tell me in the chat. If not, then I answer the question and I'll go to the coaching for you. <clears throat> okay, it doesn't look like it's this person. So I'll come back to you in just a minute. So let's remind ourselves of the question. How long, uh, how long would it take to change? It is my question. Okay, can I, do you want me to coach you live? because your hand is not raised, Lucy Fulton. Sure, okay. I can't, I don't wanna bring people that don't have a, that haven't authorized me to do that. I'm very respectful of people's privacy. So I sent you an invitation to join me, Lucy, so I can coach you live and then I'll go to the other person. <clears throat> Hello, Lucy, can you hear me? You just gotta at least unmute yourself, sweetie. Yes. Yes. Hello. Hi. Nice to meet you. <clears throat> Hi. So you have a history of weight gain, of weight loss and weight long, and you're saying lifelong. So I'm assuming it's early teens okay. through as recently as seven years ago. So I pretty much have, have realized I don't want to diet any longer, but. So the decision is made. It, it is, but. Yeah, I, I waffle quite a bit. Um, okay. So the first place I want to start, right? Yesterday, we talked about not gaslighting ourselves, right? So number one, I want you to sit with the fact that it's 100% normal for you to have these thoughts in your brain right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. You have spent more time dieting than not dieting. Can we say that without yes. declaring your age? Yes. Like you spend <laughs> most of your life. I am dieting. so disappointed I'm still dealing with this. <laughs> okay, why? Tell me why you're disappointed. Well, it's sort of sad to realize that this is the main, this has made up so much of my life that in a little way, it's like, what am I if I'm not struggling with my weight? Who are you if you're not struck, if you're not trying to control your weight? Yeah, I don't know. 
Yes. This is why when, so I'm just going to take a sideline here. This is why the achieving your goal workshop I was telling you about the women have been with me for longer. So this year they're like, I have to, I have to become someone. So they're becoming yoga teacher. They're becoming writers and artists because what you're living is the reality of all of us. Our identity is dieting Mm -hmm. or hiding and then gaining weight and then losing it ping-ponging mm-hmm. like this this is who we are so you have lucy to rebuild an identity and now you have the work to do to changing the brain mm-hmm. but you will gain back all the times that no longer will be co- given to like trying to control yourself and your food and feeling guilty and procrastination mm-hmm. and all the shitty cycle we were in mm-hmm. so in months to come you're gonna have to ask yourself what do i want to do like, who do I want to become? Do you have yeah. any idea, any incline of a secret thing you want to do? Well, there's things I, I would like to do, like sewing garments and okay. learning to play the piano, learning to speak Italian. But, yeah. Right. But. <laughs> Continue, but. I... It's that same, it, I'm, I'm approaching it with a, I would, is, is a diet brain, all or nothing has to be perfect. And I just, and then I just don't do it. Perfect. Yeah. I'm saying perfect because everything you're describing is 100% normal because you have a diet brain right now. Yeah. So can you, I know you've decided to not diet, but can you or have you asked yourself am i willing to see the possibility of reshaping my brain oh yes that's yes done okay but i'm fearful because i'm going to approach this with the diet brain Sure. Uh, i've got to do it perfectly or or totally ignore it because i'm not doing it perfectly the whole failure, all or nothing, right? So here's here's the question for you. You know this is going to be the pattern you're gonna jump in, right? Because you know yourself enough. So that's, you know yourself enough. Are you able to catch yourself when you're about to hit the perfection and pull yourself back now that you're aware of it? Yes. I just don't know what to do in those moments. That's Besides, okay. It, I don't, I, yeah, I just don't know what to do in those moments. Very simple. Three simple yeah. steps. So when you're in the moment where you're about to say perfection's about to hit me in the face, grab your book, your whatever you have, and then write down all of the thoughts that are creating the fear. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just sit with that. Like, here's all the thoughts that are driving perfectionism in my diet brain, right? Mm -hmm. That ladies, gentlemen, folks, whoever's here is 50% of the work, writing them down and becoming aware. Okay. Two, when you feel the fear in your body, are you comfortable now being with the fear without reacting? I um, yes, 
I, I, at the moment I'm choosing to procrastinate. That's okay. And just not do anything because sure. I, I don't want to along. I think I, I just need to do that step where I investigate that emotion. I yes. know right now that it's a problem and sure. my solution right now is to just ignore it and not yeah. really do anything, um, which I'm not real. That's not where I want to be. No. So the next step is to, to, to start writing these things down. Yeah. So I'm going to, and I'm not asking you to push you into a cell, but are you thinking of coming to a structure program, either an individual coach or a group program like me to like help yourself commit to doing the thing until they become second nature? Yes. I have joined the beyond or undiagnosed. Okay life before yeah. it was the year long yeah and i i joined quietly watched the sessions well, there you and go. downloaded all the paperwork and yeah. then proceeded to not do anything okay and you did you reach out to a coach and ask for coaching no okay and why no. is that because i felt like i wasn't doing what i needed to be doing whether in my mind i called that perfect or not I wasn't doing what I needed to be doing so you thought let me punish myself even more by not asking for help <laughs> yes. and really dig myself in a hole yes yes what is different today I'm sorry what is different today from then I'm trying to well I'm now working at home because of the pandemic which is yes. put all of this all of how I approach life in my face. I'm not keeping yes. my house the way I need to. I'm not taking care of the animal. I'm not doing anything the way I want to be doing it. And so I feel like in a lot of ways, this is an opportunity yep. for me to fix this. There's some life lesson in being put in this environment. Um, it's just, it's been a little overwhelming. I feel like I have been crushed by that wave of not feeling good about the effort I put into work, not feeling good about the effort I put it at home. And, and, you know, so being distracted by dieting is sort of a, I, that's where I tend to go because it's a known, it's known, but in the back of my mind, I can't, you know, I'll download a diet app in the evening by the morning time I've deleted it. So I know. And so basically in all parts of my life, I'm trying to acknowledge that any step forward is progress. That, and I'm not, yeah, that's what I'm trying. That's what, sorry, the dogs want to go okay. outside. Um, Anyway, but I'm still, I'm my tendency, you know, less and less, but my tendency is still to just ignore it, sit in front of the TV. And yeah, it's called everything. procrastination. Yeah, that keeps you safe. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Because here's the thing, and this is what I want everybody to realize. What, what Lucy's describing is not the diet police coming knocking at her door and punishing her and sending her to die of jail and beating her. She's has become her own oppressor in her own head. 
So what you are afraid, Lucy, is what you're gonna do to yourself. Are you asking what I'm afraid of? What do you think? I'm, I'm because of past history with my dieting, I know I can lose 80 pounds and walk marathons. And then it becomes all about that. And it's, it's really, it really becomes a black and white. And, and, uh, yep. but what happened when it doesn't work anymore? What do you do to yourself? Well, I just beat myself up, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know like, I beat myself. That's up. why you are afraid of commitment right now. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's not a real thing that's going to come and hurt you. Like, let's say you start and you have this black and white failure that we need to help you and coach you through, right? Even if we get you through that, but you fail, you have to commit to have your own back. Yeah. Because who you're afraid of is the person that's going to come in your head and beat the shit out of you. And the person that I'm stuck at home in my home with all the time now. Yes. As the rest of my family goes out, I'm stuck at home with the worst person in the world. The yes. hardest person. The hardest person. Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing. You know the only solution is to learn to manage your mind. Yeah. Right? Yes. You know that's the only solution. Mm -hmm. Instead of committing to doing the work, what if you're committing that no matter what the outcome is, you're not going to be mean to yourself? I, I will try. That, yes. will be, that will be a challenge for you, right? Yes. yes. And like I said, that whole any step forward is, a, is progress. Yes. And to acknowledge that that's a positive versus I'm not here yet, but I'm here. Yes. Yeah. And I want to add one thing for anybody listening to this. No matter where you get help, I want you to, to practice being vulnerable in a safe environment, wherever the safe environment is for you. In a safe environment, be vulnerable to ask for help. Now, when we're former dieter, there is no safe environment in diet culture to raise your hand and ask for help. Can you agree to that, Lucy? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. everywhere you go, you're being told it's your fault, you're lazy, you've done something wrong. So you, you learn to not raise your hand. You're like, I'm gonna do it on my own, right? So you have to find a, um, a supportive environment where it's safe for you to ask for help. So when you struggle next time, ask for help can you commit to that yes yes raise your hand and say hey person that is safe for me i need some help can you walk me through unloading my brain mm -hmm. right that this is stuff that we do from coaching like if you raise your hand we're just going to tell me everything that's on your brain and then we'll do a thought download with you and then you will see the positive of it. And the more we do that, the positive will build. And then one day you'll catch yourself doing it on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Is that helpful? Yes. Yes. I think so what's more, your takeaway? The more I 
say this out loud, the more I stop swirling in my head, positive or negative, it's still just swirling in my head. And yes. I, and I need to just, I need to, and I think, I think at this point I do need, it's more, I need to put myself out there with other people Yes. than just to commit to writing things down because it's still just me in control. And, and I know, yeah. Yeah. So I want to say something you were before in Undiet Your Life, and I don't know when it was month to month to month. I don't know how long you were there for, mm-hmm. but I never coached you before. No. Okay. Today, you raise your hand and you're getting coached. Can we just have a moment of freaking celebration? Yeah. And, and truthfully, after I wrote that question, I wrote it on Tuesday. I thought, oh, that was, I shouldn't have done that. It's like, it wasn't really a question. Sure. And I got hung up on the fact that I asked how long it was going to take. I but I didn't to... judge you for it, right? No, you did. That we went, you skipped right over that. Yeah. I, I know it's just a thought. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not the important. But can we celebrate that you raise your hand and you got coached today? Yes, I do. I feel, I feel good. Yeah. So tell me. So I don't know, a year ago, you weren't on Diet Your Life for a couple months. You did not raise your hand because you were afraid. Yes. Whatever you were afraid of, that it came true today? What I was, what came, I think I'm in a different, I'm, I'm in a different spot than I was then. And like okay. I said, I think it's the whole, my it's I, I'm experiencing too much of my own self self with working at home, being at home, not being around people. Um, and I'm introverted. So just the physically being in the office was all, that's all I needed. And I don't have that and I won't have it. It's not coming back. So I need to, I need to learn how to be nice to myself because nobody else is going to be. And I so, don't believe it when other people are. I don't believe it. No, for sure. Because that's not what you think of yourself. I know that really, that has really hit home that, that, I, that reaching out, looking for people to, to either confirm what I'm feeling or yeah. That, that's projecting your own thoughts that's what we do most of us do yeah. right yeah so here's here's the here's the thing you didn't answer my question okay. okay okay but that's again normal i know this is just diet brain diet brain's like no fucking hell we're not going to be proud of ourselves here today because we're not used to this shit <laughs> right so i'm going to reformulate it another way because i want to get through your diet brain okay? okay a year ago let's imagine it's a year ago you came for a couple months you had the opportunity to raise your hand and you didn't because you were afraid. You were afraid of something, whatever that was. Between then and now, you did something. You did some work that allow you to no longer be afraid. Can you see that? Yes. Don't say it's the pandemic. You did the work. Well, 
And I think, I think the fact that the first time I joined was 12 weeks with, with and as yeah. much as you said, it's at your own pace, you're, you know, there's no being behind. It was when I didn't do what I needed to do that first week, I just wasn't doing it. And this three hours, stop, stop, three hours of, of really just listening there wasn't quite quote homework so this oh this just this different format helped me hear things that i was blocking out last time because i was too busy focused on that i wasn't doing what i needed to be doing so i'm going to try to recap this in really claiming your power here okay I changed my thoughts so that today I didn't feel afraid. You want me to say that? Yeah, I'd like you to. I know you don't quite believe it, but I see it as your coach. Anything besides me taking credit for it, you know? I know. So I want to force you into this. Like I want you to practice taking credit for something that moved you forward. So I take, so I take credit that I've changed my beliefs or more my thoughts enough to take advantage of this coaching today. Yeah. And raise my hand. Okay. This is diet brain. Diet brain's like no fucking way. We're not doing this shit of taking credit. We're going to look outside of us and give credit to other people. Yeah. Part of the work. Yes. It's to learn. celebrate yourself I am yeah yeah how does it feel it feels it feels like like a deep breath yeah yeah so do you feel better now than 10 minutes ago before you raise your hand definitely you feel better yeah but I do want to give you all the credit (laughs) I know I'm not going to take it I'm going to revert it back to you (laughs) yeah Okay. So great work, Lucy. Okay. Thank I got to go let the dogs out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to send you back in the pool anyway. Okay. Thank okay? you. Thank you. Okay. This was great. Go check the chat because there's a lot of people telling you that you were super helpful to them. So that was a great question. That was a great example of coaching, right? What we did here, I didn't teach her anything else new. I helped her, right? give her a different perspective and keep correcting her brain in a way where she can use her brain for her own power. That's the power of coaching here. Okay, there was someone else who raised their hand and I don't see you anymore raising your hand. So I'm gonna give you a few minutes to raise your hand. Um, and then if you wanna get coach again, We'll do that. I'm going to stay as long as everybody needs me to stay here. Okay, so I'm going to go check Q&A box. Okay, so we're good for the Q&A box. I'm going to go back to the list of questions here that I have. So the I'm going to take this question to build on what we did with Lucy. How long does it take to rewire your brain so you don't slip into default thinking. So it's kind of the same 
kind of question as what we did with Lucy. The first thing I want, if any one of you has this question, I want you to ask yourself, why am I worried about the amount of time? Why am I worried about the amount of time? If anybody wants to answer that question in the chat box, please put it in the chat box. If it's you and you're worried about how long it will take, why are you worried about the amount of time? That would be my first question. Most often when I do this kind of work with people and they're worried about the amount of time is because they're approaching this work of self-discovery, of emotional wellness and mastering our emotion and our thought with a diet brain, because that's all they've known, right? And that's what diet culture sells us on, lose 20 pounds in 12 weeks, lose five pounds in two weeks, right? We're, we're wired to think of us changing and it has to be an amount of weeks. And then here's what we do with that. If I give you the answer to this, you're going to use it against yourself. You're going to be like, oh my God, it's been four weeks and I'm writing my thoughts down and nothing has changed. I'm still having these thoughts. There we go. I failed again. Does that sound familiar to any one of you? <laughs> right? So the nature of the question about the amount of time tell me there's something under here that I'd like to explore with the person. The straight answer is there's, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know. And it doesn't even matter because here's the thing about unwinding your brain, changing your thoughts is that you get instant results. If you unwind one thought, like for an example, if you come in, on Diet Your Life for the Confidence Bootcamp. And then you go in and you say, I'm going to work on my self-worth, nothing else, just my worth. I'm innately worthy. I am innately worthy. And I'm going to just keep coaching my brain into this. You're going to feel automatically better. Like 10% work on just 10% of your thought will automatically give you 10% better emotional wellness. Like it's not an all or nothing like dieting, right? 10% better in managing your thought will give you 10, 10% better in your emotional wellness. So I'd like to do some scrapping on this one with the person, um, but I don't think she's here. So next question. <clears throat> I'm managing the and the raise at the same time, okay. How do I not get emotional when I'm sticking up for myself? That's the overall question. I feel like I'm getting better until I am facing a doctor and trying to stick up to myself. Then come the wave of emotion and feeling like a person in power is right and I'm wrong. How do I move past this? <clears throat> So how do you move past this? I know I'm going to sound like a broken record. We get past shame, I guess. I'm not sure. I would have to ask you exactly. How do you feel? Is it shame that you feel when you come back from the doctor? 
right? So let's imagine it's shame, right? You come back or you feel powerless. I think that's one of the words you use. So powerless or shame, right, is an emotion. So I come back from the doctor, I feel powerless. So I feel ashamed. There we go. I have an emotion. Number one, feel my emotion. So when you come back from the doctor and you feel powerless and you feel ashamed, literally sit with it or at night after your work day, like be with the shame, ride the wave. Don't avoid it. Don't numb it. Don't procrastinate it. Sit with it, identify where it sits in the body and then write down all the thoughts you have about the doctor visits. Okay. You said one thought, a person in power. So one of your thought is my doctor has more power than me, or my doctor is, I often see in the thought download, my doctor is smarter than me. My doctor is an authority. I need to listen to my doctor. These are just thoughts. These are the thoughts you're having in your brain that society has socialized you to have. So as a society, we idolize physician, doctor, anybody in that realm, we put them on the pedestal as smarter than us. And this has been for like the last hundred years. Before that, it was different. Right now, we train individual in society to think as doctor as better than us. That's the thoughts that creates the shame and the powerlessness. You've identified that, you've done your thought download. Then what is the next step? Change your thoughts. It's not true. It's not a fact that your physician is more in authority than you or is smarter than you. Whatever the thought you have, that is not true. That's just how you've been wired to think. You need to unwind that and think of your physician differently. Get a different perspective, right? I'm your coach right now today, so I'm going to offer you a different perspective, okay? Here's how I offer my clients the perspective on their physician. Number one, they hire the physician. We need to switch the nature of our relationship with our medical team. We pay them, that you pay them directly or you pay them through your insurance. Even if you're a Canadian, you pay them through your taxes. You hire these people to work for you. That's the number one shift. We need to shift the power they work for you. However you pay them is irrelevant, but I guarantee you there's money coming out of your pocket to sit in front of them. Number one, you hire them. You have a medical team. People have the privilege to be on your medical team. So right away, when you engage with your medical team going forward with that thought, I guarantee you, you're going to start showing up differently 
in the office or even just when you get to the reception like it'd be like going to a car dealership like showing up at the reception a car dealership your customer right you wouldn't show up oh my god what they're gonna say i have to buy the car if they say it oh my god no you're in power so you switch the nature she okay she's responding to me right now i can't i would have loved to get i wish i could get coach on this but i'm at work i can't yes hire them so that's one of the course that we of course a class that we have inside of undiet your life you hire your medical team two well two you hire them three they're on your team and three if they don't behave and respect you guess what you fire them move on to the next one don't like the way your dentist is talking to you go get another dentist you don't like your physician go get another physician i have clients that interview their doctor <laughs> like they have that point in their confidence in themselves they interview them like they fired the last physician now they're on a search and they're interviewing them right off the bat they're either talking to the nurse or the doctor and the first question is do you practice a weight neutral approach to help because if you don't there's not even a point of us getting in a relationship. Do you discriminate against fat people? Do you tell people they need to lose weight to get treatment? Do you answer yes to any of this? No, thank you very much. So equality, part of your team, if they don't respect you, you fire them. Does that help you? How empowering, that's what she's saying. Yes, this is the power of getting a different perspective right? Obviously, whoever coaches you on food, on body image, on mindset has to be steps ahead of you, right? That's why if you're thinking of buddying with a friend, I would absolutely advise not to do that. Because if they're in the same place of belief as you, you're just going to stay in the puddle of mud, Right? You need somebody that's more advanced in their confidence or more advanced in their relationship to food or more advanced in their relationship to body to be able to offer you different perspective, just like I did right now with Shelly. I'm advanced on that relationship to medical team. So I'm able to say, hey, girl, what about this? I'm not forcing her to think like me. I'm saying, well, you could think about it this way. Go decide if that pleases you. Based on what I'm seeing, it's she's loving it. Thank you so much. There we go. Coaching done. Okay. On fire, people. Send me more good question like this. Okay, let me see. Is there something I needed to tell you, first of all? I'm going to check my note because I've been coaching, coaching, but I'm not checking my note. No, I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, so the last thing I wanted to tell you, um, there's actually two things I want to tell you. So we kind of talked about failure a little bit earlier. But I want you to be open to the fact that your current perspective of failure 
is grounded in diet culture. So we kind of coach a little bit with Lucy on that, but I didn't talk about it too much. She's still thinking, and I get, let me ask all of you, do you still think, or do you think right now that failure means something about you as a human being? That is, is failing sends you into the pit hole of judging yourself and thinking you should have tried harder, you could do it better. Here we go again, something is wrong with me. What is your perspective of failure? Let me see, where's my chat box? <clears throat> oh, there we go. I feel like I didn't try enough, yes. <clears throat> okay. The way we have conceptualized failure through diet culture has landed us into a place where when things don't work, something that we did is wrong. Instead of questioning the process. Let me repeat this again. Most of us think of failure as a judgment of our capacity of our quality. If I fail at this, that means this about me. Instead of lending us into a place where we question the process instead of you, instead of the person, we question the process. I didn't say blame, I say question the process. And learn something from it. The best example that I can give you is how it works so well in dieting. So just stick with me for a minute here. Whatever the diet is, we went on the diet. We were told it worked, lose 20 pounds in three months. We went on it. And maybe we lost a little bit of weight. Maybe we lost the 20 pounds and then we gain it back, right? And we are told by the diet guru that if we had stuck with the diet, then it would have worked. Or if we had not ate emotionally, it would have worked. If we didn't binge, if we didn't over, like went and picked at all of our personal behavior to find where we went wrong instead of asking the guru, show me the scientific evidence that your diet works long-term. Because we didn't never question the process, we kept going back into diet loops. That's why the weight loss industry and the diet industry are so prominent. They're so rich. It's because we never questioned the dieting process, even though science is clear. <laughs> Diet don't work, but we are wired to think that it means something about us. So we dare not question the process and we keep in the loop all the time. But the moment we start questioning the process, which all of you did, because you're here, we're like, hold on a minute here. <laughs> like 20 years of this and it's still not working. Maybe it's not me. You did that for dieting, you're here. Now, I need you to take this framework and apply it to your mindset work or to your food work or to your body image work. 
There's no such thing as failure. Question the process, learn from it. Question the process, learn from it, try again. Try differently, right? After questioning the process, not you, question what am I having to learn here because I'm trying and it's not working, what should I be doing differently? That's what you did. You came to the non-diet world because you said, that doesn't work, what can I do differently? Oh my God, I can care for my health without being on a diet. There's a weight neutral approach to health. Let me learn about this. Now I want you to do that and take this approach when you think about reshaping your mind, reshaping your food or your body image. Okay. Mm. That's one thing I wanted to tell you. Um, and here's my last thought for you as we wrap this up. Feeling confident is the outcome of confident thought, nothing else. But you have to actively choose to fight for your own possibility. You have to make the decision to fight for what's possible for you, to choose the choices along the path, along the way, where you're not going to beat yourself up, you're gonna, not gonna call yourself a failure, you're not going to beat yourself up like Lucy talked about. You have to make the choice in the moment to choose your possibility instead of your limitation. There's not a moment when you're in face of a choice and you have to choose to fight for yourself, that it's going to feel comfortable. You have to get familiar with feeling uncomfortable. Any choices that will grow you, that will send you in the direction of your goal, right? When you have to make that choice, the choice of going in the direction of your goal will always feel uncomfortable. So the worst thing you can do is sit thinking, well, it doesn't feel comfortable. It must not be the right timing or it must not be the right choice because it feels uncomfortable. Feeling uncomfortable is your default. When you're fighting for your possibility, right? The default is being uncomfortable, just like me. Before I open up the Zoom room here, I felt uncomfortable. I had like to prepare myself, do some thought work, like to get myself in a place because it never feels comfortable. But I know I have to serve people, you guys and people listening in replay. I have to feel uncomfortable if I want to reach my goal of helping a million women, just the way it is. So I'm choosing the uncomfortable choice to fight for my possibility and serve you. So that's it. That's all I have. I don't have any more hand raised. I've cleaned up the Q&A box. I hope this was helpful. I will see you inside of Undiet Your Life starting March the 1st for our confident 
bootcamp. Have a great day. Bye. Beyond ready to shed diet culture from your life and become the expert at your own body? Awesome. Then you need to join on Diet Your Life program. Go to stephaniedozier.com forward slash join and join us now. Undiet Your Life is the first program of its kind with the unique combination of mindset, life coaching with intuitive eating and body image. Find your freedom, reclaim your power and take control of your time so you can refocus on what really matter to you. Join Undiet Your Life at stephaniedoze.com forward slash join and I'll see you on the other side.